You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I am your host, Trip from tripadvice.com. And before we get into today's show, I want to recommend something to you that I've been using that is quite awesome at meeting girls. It's a new app called Happen, H-A-P-P-N. And this is a dating app that allows you to find the girls that you cross paths with, like physically, like girls that might be walking down your street or at a coffee shop, or maybe you're on your way to work and you cross paths with a girl. These girls will pop up in the Happen app on your timeline and you'll be able to send them a charm. And if they send one back, well, then you guys can start a conversation together. So this is just another great outlet for you to meet women. And what's really cool, something new that they just put on there is a feature called See You There. And so what that is, is basically you can say what you feel like doing. Maybe you feel like going to the movies or taking your dog for a walk or going to a cool area that's popular in your city. Well, you'll be able to do those things with the girls who are interested in also doing the same things as you. So check this out. More to come. I'll give you more information on it on other episodes, but check it out. It's called Happen, H-A-P-P-N. It's available on your iPhone. It's available on Android. So go check it out to meet some high quality girls. Now this week, we're doing something like we did last week. We're digging into the old files. That's right. I have been coaching all over the world. I've coached in many continents, in many cities across the world and the United States. And I just finally found and dug into my old coaching files. That's right. I have coaching files. I have stuff that I've recorded, great material, great information for you to use. And I'm going through these and I had one last week of me in uh, in Australia coaching some guys. And this week I got a guy who I coached in Los Angeles and I recorded our conversation and it's great material. And that's why I recorded this stuff. I remember I recorded it because I knew one day I wanted to have a podcast and I totally forgot about it because when I recorded all these, you know, I didn't start the podcast till last year and I was recording stuff even before then. I I got stuff all over the place, so much material for you. So finally I remembered, I'm like, I got to get this on there. I got to get this stuff on there so my listeners can uh, can learn some more great stuff as if I'm coaching you, as if you're in the room with me like we kind of are every single week here on How to Talk to Girls podcast. So uh, this excerpt from one of my coaching sessions is about how to make a girl trust you. That's right. How to make a girl trust you. How to make a girl interested in conversation. And uh, there's some... Just, Great material in here, great stuff that you can learn in terms of how to get a girl actually interested in the conversation itself so she becomes interested in you. And I give examples of how to do that and some great questions to ask girls and some great statements to make when you're talking to girls. So this is just some how to talk to girls meat right here. Okay, we're getting into the meat of great conversation advice. So I want you to check that out. 
coming up right now and uh, leave a review. If you like it, if you like the podcast, I want to hear from you. Leave a review at the uh, review section of iTunes or in Stitcher. So wherever you're listening to this, check it out. All right. Okay. Here's the great coaching session from a few couple of years ago, a few years back, coming at you right now. How do you make a girl trust you? Right? So that's the question. Well, first of all, if you come in with positive energy, like I was talking about, right. you come in and how do you do that? Smiling, mm-hmm. open body language, right? You're always going to trust someone who's a little more friendlier. Right. Okay. That's not the end all be all. You know yeah. what I mean? But again, salesman comes to your door, he's got a big smile on his face, right? Hi, how you doing today? What's going on? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you need that positive energy first of all, okay? Another way to get someone to trust you is by being able to connect with them. So we talked about connection, but how do you really connect with somebody, right? So that has to do with you understanding them and them understanding you. You actually... Um, connecting with them on certain topics. Do you guys have similar interests? Mm -hmm. Um, Can you relate to each other? One big thing I talk about is empathy, right? So empathy is a very, very important social skill. Empathy means that you can relate to someone, you can understand them, you feel for them, right? So if they feel that from you, they feel the empathy from you, you know, and you're really... And you're actually empathizing. You're not faking it. You're like really understanding. And that's from you listening to them and um, and asking them the types of questions that make them feel connected to you, right? So like that's like emotional questions, like heightening the conversation to an emotional level. So this is not asking them, what do you do? Where are you from? What's, uh, you know, do you live around here? It's like, that you can't, you can't really connect to the person that way because those are very superficial questions, right. right? So you can, it's harder for you to connect with someone if the conversation, the interaction is just strictly superficial. Okay. So you need to get it to a level that's deeper. Yeah, but what do you consider to be deeper questions? I mean, almost anything else okay. than what what your profile is, right? Okay. So it's not your resume. Yeah. Don't ask them resume questions. Right. What are your qualifications? Right. You know what I mean? What are your skills? You know what I mean? Like, what's your address? What is your age? None of that stuff, right? I like to ask this question. Here's a really good question. What's your story? That's my way of being like, what do you do? Where are you from? Yeah. Right? So, so what's your story? And I'm saying this out of general, uh, um, not general, genuine curiosity. What's your story? And they'll say, well, what do you mean? What's my story? Like, I don't know. What's your story? Like, what are you all about? Or they might just answer it. You know, I say, what's your story? They're going to be like, well, I did it, did it, did it, whatever they say. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they say. Yeah. Whatever they say is great. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I ask them questions like, um, I ask some deeper ones like why or how. I don't ask like what, you know. I want to know how they felt during whatever, you know. Anything they tell me. Any story they tell me. How did that feel? What was that like? You know, I want to ask them questions that are going to have them explain to me 
their feelings and emotions through, you know, whatever it is they're telling me. And of course, well, I was just about to say you can't really do that right away, but you, you can actually do that. You can do that pretty quickly. Here's the cool thing is that, like I said, you can almost get away with anything Mm -hmm. and verbally. Okay. I don't mean touching wise, but verbally, because if you're just asking certain questions that might seem kind of out of the ordinary or, or strange, you know, like deeper questions, like like asking them like how something felt or, you know, anything that might seem personal, if you're very confident in asking a question like that, they're not going to think it's weird. They might, but they're not going to, like, project it. Okay. Because, to me, those are, like, kind of weird questions to ask. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. But here's the thing. Covered. Right. And that's the reason. They're not normally covered questions. Okay. Boom, you stand out. You're interested. Yeah, okay. Right? right? Yeah. Oh, this guy's interesting. And then they're going to ask you questions back. You better have some interesting stories to tell as well. Now you better be able to open up to them as well. You don't have to talk about really deep things like sad things or, you know, but talking about stuff related to um, how someone feels or emotions is the fastest way to connect with somebody. So, okay, let's think of an example. Um, let's do like a mock conversation, okay? Um, so, Tony, what's your story? Anything. What do you mean? What do you want to know? Anything. Just tell me something really cool about yourself. Okay. Like, what are you all about? What are you passionate about? Right. Um, These are the questions I would, I would ask. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Love cooking. Cooking. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so what is like your ultimate number one favorite, awesomest, craziest dish you've ever made? Okay. Um, steak. Steak. Nice. Okay, so what what is it about steak that like you love? Like, what, is it like the flavor? Or, like, what is it about steak that you like more than any, anything else? Right. Uh, yeah, everything: flavor, the texture, the smell. Nice. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll stop there. Okay. Did you see that? Yeah. Didn't seem weird, right? Right. Just normal questions, but you see how I got on a deeper level. Yeah. You know, I was like, "What is like? Okay, so cool, cooking, like." What an easy topic to talk about, too. Sure, right, right. You know? But, like, I might say, like, cool, what do you like to cook? That question is way different than what is, like, your number one favorite, like, favorite thing to cook? Right? That's going to get them all, like, excited to talk about that. Like, oh, what is my what is my favorite thing to cook? They're going to start thinking. Like, you're going to now bring them to a whole different headspace. They're not going to even remember at this point that they're in a mall or a bar or on a sidewalk or at a gas station. They're going to be thinking about that time that they cooked the most delicious meal ever and they'd be thinking about it. And what does that bring up? Positive, happy emotions, good times. Um, and now they're sharing that with you. Right. Okay. And that, so we just covered so much in those questions, right? So we got to happy emotions. Um, I got to ask you deeper questions, which makes me seem more caring and more curious and, more interesting, you know what I mean? And it's people always ask me, they say like, well, how do you ask interesting questions? Mm -hmm. The answer to that is 
just ask questions about the things that you want to know about. Go into the go into the details. Mm-hmm. That's it. Go into the details of whatever it is. Just bring some excitement some energy. To right. Okay. I don't want to be like, oh, cool. You like you like to cook. What else do you like to do? Like, no, 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 no. Stay with the cooking. Talk about the cooking. Right. Don't talk about the cooking for too long because conversation can go stale. Right. So like after we talk about cooking for those couple of questions, I might go off and and say something else or, uh, you know, at that point I probably would have told the story like, oh, like I love steak. The best steak I ever had was at this restaurant called The Palm. Have you ever been to The Palm before? Yeah. You been to The Palm? Yeah. Nice. No, not in Vegas. The one in, the one in, uh, on Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh, okay. But I'm sure it's the same place. Yeah. Amazing steak, right? Uh, Okay. Like that is my ultimate favorite place to get steak. If I'm going to get steak, that's the place. Right. Right? Okay. See, see how I'm interacting? Right? So that's that's what I would say. And then are you are you trying to like steer the conversation? Is there like this roadmap you're, you're trying to get it through? I mean, what... Okay, so that's a good question. Yeah. So, it depends when you're meeting them. You know, I always say if you're meeting them in a, in a very casual setting, grocery store, um, sidewalk, mall, daytime, this is casual, right? Okay. As opposed to social a party, a bar, a club, yeah. you know, okay. um, in a casual setting, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll have guys keep talking about that stuff. Like just keep going on tangents. Talk about that. You know what I mean? Just have interesting conversation and that's you talking about different topics, going deep and then moving along to other topics. It doesn't really matter what they are. Okay. You're just getting to know them. Yep. Right. Practicing this right. Okay. Um, but no, it's not even just practicing. It's practicing the skill. But that's what you do. That that's the final thing. Like that's that's the final test. You know what I mean? Like okay. you're going out there. You're talking to a girl. Right. And you're just having general fun, interesting conversation. And you're spitting out things interesting about you that are like, oh, this guy's kind of cool, uh-huh. right? But he's also confident. He came up to me. He talked to me. He seems really cool. He looks really good. He looks attractive because he's wearing the right clothes, right? So she's putting all this stuff together and all of a sudden you're like, listen, you know, I got I to gotta run. I got some stuff to do, but you seem really cool. We should continue this conversation sometime. Let me get your number. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a boyfriend. She's not married. Your chances at that point are very high and she'll get a number. Okay. Now, if it's a two-minute conversation, chances are low. It's a 15, 20-minute, 30-minute conversation. Right. Much better. Um, at nighttime or in, in a social setting, it's a little different. Your, your goals are a little bit different. You're going to do a lot more touching. You're going to flirt a lot more. Okay. So, you know, flirting is like, is building sexual tension with a girl, right? So you'll do that by touching. You'll do that by teasing and you'll be escalating to a point where you're showing way more intentions. Okay. You can get away with that a little bit easier. More suggestive. Yeah. Like this guy's into me. You know what I mean? I mean, you're doing that also during a casual approach, but you can get away with a lot more in a social approach because the environment and the energy is, um, yeah, it's conducive to that. It's higher. It's more, you know, she's out at night. She's dressed up. Right. She's looking. She's like looking. She's looking for somebody. Right, right. You know. Okay. So, that is 
And the goal at that point, I mean, I don't know as many goals. Get her number, kiss her, have sex with her, you know, get her on a date, set up the date right there and then. It's very possible. You know, there are times when I've been able to, you know, when you get better at this, you can make connections with people so fast because you know where they're at and you know how to get them comfortable with you quick and you can get a number from a girl in five minutes which, by the way, is a very easy thing to do. The hard part about that is getting a girl to actually want to go on a date with you after you get a number after five minutes. Right. It's rare that it happens. Quick numbers are usually crap. Okay. But um, you can't eventually get to that point where you're like getting a number. But you know what? I would never encourage that from anybody because it's like, you know what? You'd rather sit there and t- If you're interested in this girl, like increase your odds of getting her to want to see you again. Okay, okay. You know? Just get so, over right, it's not really, it shouldn't be about like, I don't know, some ego boost like, this time I got a number in four minutes and 37 seconds. I beat my record. Who cares what record? You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to get this girl interested in you. Now, you know, I, I talk a lot about like getting the girl interested in you and, and you trying to get them attracted to you. Don't forget that part of this is also about seeing if this girl's cool for you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like you're talking to her. If this girl is not interesting or she's boring, then drop it. You don't have to do anything anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't you don't have to be desperate for it. Yeah. Um and when you're first starting off it's good to practice anyways and keep conversation going. But you want to be qualifying girls just as much as they're gonna be qualifying you. Okay? It's over I don't know, just starting to get back into this type of thing. I mean, you, well, what do you suggest is good practice? I mean, like, stick with just, just the daytime stuff? Stick with just the casual stuff? Or? Any, any, everything. Okay. Everything. You go out there and you practice as much as you can. Okay. And any, any chance you get, daytime, nighttime. The more you do it, the better you'll you'll get. And the less frequent, the longer it's going to take. So when I do boot camps with guys, like this weekend, it's going to be like two and a half days of constant just going out, approaching, learning, you know. And I I suggest that guys do that. They go out and just like, just immerse themselves in it. Because it's a skill. It's anything. It's anything you want to do. You want to get better at dribbling a basketball? You don't practice five minutes a day. Yeah. Go out there. You give it your all and do it for a couple hours. Right. Some of the best, you know, musicians, actors, you know, innovators of the entire world, they, they built their craft by putting time into it. I think like Beethoven, oh, I forgot. I don't know if it was Beethoven or Mozart. It was one of them. Like they were playing piano at like three years old. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. and they were just, you know, playing and playing, playing and playing and playing and playing and playing, yeah. for hours and hours and hours. Right. And so that's what it's about. Of course, you don't have to become like the Mozart of meeting girls. You know, you don't have to do that. Um, but it does take going out there and, and putting in the right the right amount of effort. You know what I mean?
don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.